I have something a little different for you this week. This is a papal bull published by Benedict XV in 1916. And it sounds fairly dry if you're not aware of what he's really talking about. And what he's talking about here is essentially a reform of the biblical institute, at the, the pontifical biblical institute, the school at the Holy See where they actually train biblical teachers. And this is sort of important because in our time there are a lot of people teaching sacred scripture in the name of the Catholic Church online and elsewhere. And this actually tells you what the requirements are to do that for the church. So why don't you pay, pay attention. It begins with some context about Pius and things that Pius X and Leo XIII did to try to correct errors that were happening on this front. And then it goes into the bullet points of what must be done and who can teach. So have give this a listen. It's worth pondering in our time. On the Sacred Scriptures, a papal bull by Benedict the Fifteenth, promulgated in 1916. The rationalists, who do not admit any revelation or inspiration from God, in recent times have considered the holy books as products of human ingenuity alone, and their comments, based on a vast apparatus of erudition, are spreading more and more every day with great harm for the naive. Therefore, urge for the awareness of the apostolic mission, our predecessor, Leo Thirteenth, to oppose this temerity, so great and pernicious, with the encyclical letter Providentimus Deus of November 18, 1893, indicated and illustrated some firm principles that should be respected by all those who wish to devote themselves to the study and interpretation of the divine scriptures. Since these damages worsened every day, the pontiff himself, in order not to seem in any way lacking in foresight with the brief Vigilante Studiaquum Memores of October 30th, 1902, to promote the study of sacred scripture, instituted a council or a commission, as they call it, with a general and particular attention to biblical questions. This excellent decision was followed, as could be expected, with very abundant and flourishing fruits. When some very learned cardinals put to that council in this space of time after mature deliberation, with the approval of the Roman pontiff, gave numerous responses, who conveniently resolved several questions hitherto discussed between adverse parties, and wisely and usefully defined the norms to regulate the biblical studies of Catholic theologians. But the fervent activity of the pontifical council did not remain within these limits. In fact, in 1907, on the initiative and under the guidance of our predecessor, Pius X of happy memory, the council decreed the Latin translation of the holy books carried out by St. Jerome, which took the name of the Vulgate, after the careful examination of the ancient codices, was returned to the primitive text. This task, certainly laborious and very arduous, was the, with good wishes entrusted to the Benedictine Fathers, who, without neglecting any requirement of paleography and related doctrines, removed all the obstacles that could prevent such an important undertaking, with the usual admirable diligence and perseverance continue the work undertaken, advocated by non-Catholics themselves. Not long after, the pontiff himself considered it appropriate to open a quicker way to clerics, so that, provided with all the tools, they would in turn take on the defense of sacred scripture. And at the suggestion of the pontifical council itself, with a papal brief on May 7, 1909, he founded the Biblical Inst Institute in this holy city, and not only provided it with a home equipped with everything, 
in a special, almost unique library, but also enriched it with every biblical erudition text that contributed to a more high degree of knowledge and a more secure defense of the holy books. To the confrères of the Society of Jesus, oh, well-deserving in the sacred disciplines and in the formation of clerics, he gave the task of presiding and teaching in the Institute. And they have responded to the expectation of the pontiff and of all the honest peoples in such a way that in a short time they have already returned to the church many highly skilled scholars of those studies. Pondering seriously on the subject, we wondered how we could have completed and perfected institutes of such importance, so that the conspicuous benefits so far reached to the church of God would increase with the contribution of more fruitful prophets. If we had done this, it seemed to us that we had performed an act certainly not extraneous to the intentions of our recent predecessor, since it appears that in this matter the pontiff has established several norms, such as to be modified and completed according to the needs of the times, needs and experience. Consequently, we resolved to establish some rules, both to increase, whenever possible, the efficacy and excellence of the biblical institute, and also to regulate the mutual relations and obligations that must exist between the same institute, the Vulgate, and our Supreme Council on all biblical matters. Therefore, without prejudice to all that which in some way has been previously prescribed, and which is not in contradiction with this letter of ours, we decree and establish the following with our apostolic authority. 1. Only those who have completed the ordinary course of philosophy and theology are to be admitted to the study of sacred scripture in the biblical institute. 2. The course of biblical studies is completed in three years, respecting the order of disciplines to be taught, approved by our council for the promotion of the Bible, and in force until today. At the end of each year, as is customary, an examination of doctrine should be made. 3. Completely repealed the content of both the apostolic letter Iucunde Sane of March 22, 1911, and of the Ad Pontificium Institutum Biblicum of June 2, 1912, and of the other letters that do not coincide with this expression of our will, we allow the Biblical Institute to deliver to the students who pass the exam the testimonial letters of regular progress at the end of the first year, and after the second to confer the academic title of baccalaureate. 4. By derogating the apostolic letter Scripture Sancte of February 23, 1904, we grant the Biblical Institute the faculty to confer on students who have completed their entire course of studies there, and after the preparation has been examined and approved, the academic license in sacred scripture, however in the name of the Pontifical Biblical Council. 5. The testimonial letters and diplomas of the academic courses, referred to in Numbers 3 and 4, will be issued with the same motivation previously approved by the Pontifical Biblical Council. 6. In addition to the examiners who in the Biblical Institute will evaluate the doctrine of the candidates for the license, one of the consultors of the Pontifical Biblical Council, delegated by the cardinals of the same council, is to be continuously present and express an opinion like the others. 7. It is allowed to confer an academic title in sacred scripture only to those who have obtained a degree in sacred theology at a university approved by the Apostolic See. If anyone has obtained that degree or other similar titles elsewhere, the question is to be submitted to the judgment of the Pontifical Biblical Council. 8. The right to confer the degree in sacred scripture will belong only to our Supreme Council for Biblical Promotion, which will continue to admit those candidates for the license who have dedicated themselves to studies of sacred scripture outside the Biblical Institute. 9. No one is allowed to test his doctrine to obtain a degree in sacred scripture unless he has been declared prolatus, dismissed, at least two years before, and at the same time has not taught biblical subjects or produced some studies on them. 10. 
The ordinary professors of sacred scripture and biblical institutes are to be chosen, as before, by the superior general of the Society of Jesus. However, the consent of the Pontifical Council is added. 11. Both the Pontifical Council for the Restoration of the Vulgate and the Pontifical Biblical Institute for each year in writing in an exhaustive way to the Supreme Our Council for Biblical Promotion on their activity, their situation, and all matters of greater moment. We want in order that all and the individual rules that it seemed good to establish and decree on this matter must remain stable and firm as they were established and decided, despite any contrary argument. Given in Rome, at St. Peter's, under the ring of the fishermen, on August 15, 1916, in the second year of our pontificate, Pope Benedict the Fifteenth.